Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. So, Arisha, as veterans of the highly, highly prestigious and extremely cutthroat podcasting award show circuit. Mm-hmm, that's us. We know just how life-changing it can be to win the big award. Uh-huh. It's also pretty life-changing to lose a big award, <laughs> can I just say? Two years in a row? Yep. It really just shifts your perspective yeah. and makes you realize awards suck. Yeah. And you know what they say? It's really not just an honor to be nominated. You know, it isn't. I want to win. It is not. The honor is winning. (laughs) So most of Hollywood's (laughs) A-listers showed up last night for the 95th Academy Awards. And while they may not be nearly as glitzy and glamorous as the Ambies, I didn't Mm -mm. see one pair of basketball shorts. I know. Me neither. Or sandals. (laughs) Like, come on. It's amateur hour. But the Oscars did have something for everybody. Yeah, I agree. You know, last night's ceremony had some highs, had its typical cringy lows. We got interesting musical performances. We Mm -hmm. got noticeable snubs. We got history-making wins. We even had a bear on cocaine. I mean, this was the Oscars, everyone. Yeah. There were lots of buzzy moments that people are talking about today. Yeah, and I think it's safe to say that that bear wasn't the only one on cocaine. You know? It is Hollywood. Hollywood, So no. (laughs) From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. It's Monday, March 13th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Richies, you know we love to shop. So it's only fitting that today's sponsor is Saks.com. Saks.com is the perfect place to find new style inspiration. Yeah, Saks.com has everything for your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for brunch, a bright Chloe blazer for that job interview, or Stodd's gold cowboy boots for a concert. These are all such different vibes and literally all vibes I would love to be a part of. So that's fun. Oh, (laughs) yeah, definitely. So find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Saks.com. If you've been keeping up with Even the Rich, you've heard us talking about Monopoly Go. That's right. And we're going to keep talking about it. So playing Monopoly Go with your family and friends is truly a delight. Yeah, there's always something new to do, like partner events where you build on each other's boards, crazy tournaments where you can recruit your friends, or competitions to outdo them on the leaderboards. And we love competition. Yeah, we do. Too much. And if you want to play solo, there's timed events like obscenely massive multipliers for all your winnings and challenges like treasure hunts or money sprees. It's honestly a really great pastime. Exactly. Compete with your friends and people all around the world to be the biggest Monopoly tycoon on the leaderboards. So join the fun and download Monopoly Go now, free on the App Store and Google Play. And if any of you get mad at a joke and decide you want to come up here and get jiggy with it, it's not going to be easy. There are a few of my friends you're going to have to get through first. You're going to get, have to get through the heavyweight champ, Adonis Creed, before you get to me. You're going to have to do battle with Michelle Yeoh before you get to me. You are going to have to beat the Mandalorian before you get to me. You are going to have to tangle with Spider-Man. You are going to have to... You are going to have to tangle with Fableman. 
So luckily for Jimmy Kimmel, who was hosting the Oscars for the third time, the last mm-hmm. of which was 2018, there was no need for backup at last night's 95th Academy Awards ceremony. And after parachuting on stage from his Top Gun jet, Jimmy kicked off the monologue by congratulating all the filmmakers for having their movies seen in the way they were meant to be seen, which is, of course, back in the theater, Mm -hmm. which I famously don't attend. I famously do attend (laughs) as much as I can. Uh Uh-huh. And then he turned to Nicole Kidman and he joked about how great it was that she was finally released from that abandoned AMC. You know, we had our typical, what, 12, 13-minute opening (laughs) monologue from Jimmy. Mm -hmm. Touched on all kinds of things. He mentioned how great everyone looked. Mm -hmm. Uh, He even asked himself, when I look around this room, I can't help but wonder, is Ozempic right for me? Which is just, welcome to Hollywood, baby. (laughs) Jimmy also scored a big laugh when he showed the audience that instead of the usual wrap-up music that celebrities get when their speeches run too long, they would be danced off by the dancers from the movie RRR. To drive home the point, he himself got danced off the stage by the Natu Natu crew. Mm -hmm. But, you know, as all comedians know, not all (laughs) jokes are going to stick the landing. I've heard. I don't know that myself, of course. Never never heard that. Yeah. We just constantly swish, swish, swish here at Richard Daly. (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) Man, this Monday's hitting hard. (laughs) So as the In Memoriam segment was approaching, Jimmy took a jab at the actor Robert Blake, who died last Thursday. He was 89. Jimmy said, everybody, please get out your phones. It's time to vote. If you think Robert Blake should be part of the In Memoriam montage, text Gimme a Blake to the number on your screen. This joke got a very mixed reaction because in case you forgot, which I actually never knew, I don't even know who Robert Blake is. Um, Robert was arrested and then later acquitted in the shooting death of his second wife back in 2001. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Maybe let's not make jokes about people who are involved in murder. I think it's a perfectly fine joke. Of course you do. I actually text, give me a Blake. I don't doubt it. You're a big texter when it comes to these. (laughs) You know it. Reality show things. I'm always involved. Um, So speaking of mixed reactions, a lot of people seem divided over the best original song performances. Um, Rihanna performed her nominated song, Lift Me Up. And Gaga surprised everyone by showing up to sing Hold My Hand. Yeah, because she initially told the show's producers that she wasn't going to be able to come right. because she was filming the Joker sequel, Folia De. But at the last minute, she announced that she would be performing and she somehow managed to have all of her makeup removed for her stripped down performance. She was in a t-shirt and jeans and then completely had her glam look redone before she went back in the audience in her Versace gown, which I gotta say... I couldn't. Her team... Needs absolute raises, bonuses, I don't know what, to do this. (laughs) I know. I mean, all I can think about is when we got our makeup done for the Gracie Awards and it took 75 hours (laughs) to do something we could have just done. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah, Yeah. I just, I can't imagine. Because, I mean, it couldn't have taken longer than what? I don't know the timing. It's so, it's like Vegas at the Oscars where there's no sense of time. There are no (laughs) windows. They're pumping oxygen into the room. Uh But it's like, she did it so fast. I know. If that were me, I would have been like, forget it. I'm just going to keep it off for the rest of the show. Like, I'm not doing it again. Like, I feel like you could do a stripped out and then still put on T-shirts and jeans. So you mean like not remove the makeup? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But oh, my God. I mean, I guess she's not doing it. So what does she care? It's everyone else that's doing it for her. So (laughs) yeah, that's if I had a glam squad, maybe I'd consider this. Yeah. But people on Twitter, this will shock everyone listening, had a lot of thoughts 
about yeah. her performance mm-hmm. um, and the extreme close-ups for this performance, which is truly just, I re-watched this this morning. Yeah. What was going on? Um, somebody on Twitter wrote, Lady Gaga was once again like, I will only perform at the Oscars if it is filmed in the most uncomfortably intimate way possible. And I love that about her. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, did she request this? Yeah, I don't know. I kind of wonder that myself. I mean, probably. But also, if it was like a very last minute performance. Yeah. How did they have time to like discuss how this would be shot? Mm-mm-mm. I don't know. Well, I, I personally didn't have a problem with it. Like it just it was a little jarring to me just how often the camera was like in her face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, I guess because it's not like she's dancing. But I don't right. know. It was just. What if she was dancing, though? Wouldn't that have been something? <laughs> I would have loved it. I would have loved it. <laughs> Me too. Um, and then we also had Rihanna, fresh from her Super Bowl performance. Mm-hmm. She performed in the opposite. She was yeah. an absolute glam. She had a custom-made John Galliano tulle halter top. She had crystals, wide-legged pants with floral embroidery, just the whole nine yards with yeah. that baby bump. And she sounded great. Yeah. But the performance that had the audience on their feet, losing their minds, came from the <laughs> RRR team, who performed their Oscar-winning song, Natu Natu. This song is a banger. I'd never heard it before. I hadn't either, but I was like, okay. And then all, all of a right. sudden I'm seeing it everywhere. And I was like, what? How did I miss this? I know. Um, so as for the acting awards, Brendan Fraser won Best Actor for his work in The Whale. Mm-hmm. But I got to say, the night really belonged to everything everywhere all at once. Like, Yeah, the awards. <sighs> the award season. The award season. We should rename it to everything everywhere all at once season. Like, yeah. this is, this is mean, their time. You and I said it. We're like, if I see myself nominated against this movie, I'm going to be like, <laughs> just take it. Yeah. Like. Why am I coming? Yeah. I'd show up like Lady Gaga in her performance. I was just going to (laughs) say, I would just be Lady Gaga in her performance, comfortable, have my slippies and Mm a couple of martinis. Yep. Um, They actually scored seven Oscars out of the 11 that they Mm. were nominated for. And of course, they won the night's top prize, which is Best Picture. Mm -hmm. They also won Oscars for screenwriting and directing, and then three out of the four acting awards. Yeah, they just... This is what we like to call a sweep, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Ki Hui Kwan became the first Vietnam-born actor to win for Best Supporting Actor. What absolutely shocks me is that he is the second Asian actor to win this award ever. Yeah. The first one was in 1984, and it was won by Hang S. Noor. So it's just like, what world are we living in? Where the 95th Academy Awards is the time we see a first Vietnam winner Second Asian winner in this category. Yeah. Unacceptable. I mean, I'm not I'm not surprised at all. But during Ki Hui's speech, he said, my journey started on a boat. I spent a year in a refugee camp and somehow I ended up here on Hollywood's biggest stage, which just like hits me right in the feels. Like this is (laughs) such an incredible story. I know. You know? know. 
Yeah. Um, he also gave an emotional shout out to his 84-year-old mother who was watching at home. He said, <laughs> Mom, I just won an Oscar, which is also just hitting me where it, ooh, yeah. in all the feels. I love this. I know. I was going to say that to my dad in the audience at the Ambies, but alas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Such a lost opportunity. And I also loved the moment when they won Best Picture and Harrison Ford was there to yes. hug Kihi Kwan when they were in Indiana Jones together when he was just a kid. So it's I like know. a super sweet moment. It's like the most wonderful full circle Hollywood moment I've ever seen, I think. Yeah, it's cute. Here for it. Yeah. And then speaking of emotional shout outs, we had Jamie Lee Curtis looking yeah. completely shocked when she won the award for Best Supporting Actress and she paid tribute to her family and her famous parents when she accepted the award. I know it looks like I'm standing up here by myself, but I am not. I am hundreds of people to my family. My beautiful husband, Christopher Guest. Our daughters, Annie and Ruby. My sister Kelly, we just won an Oscar. And my mother and my father were both nominated for Oscars in different categories. I just won an Oscar. I did love how she said her husband's last name. <laughs> it just seemed so <laughs> funny to me. Like, like you're never like Ross Petrarca. You're just like Ross. Yeah. It just felt very formal for an award. <laughs> that acceptance. is pretty formal. But it's the Oscars, you know. It is the Oscars. The, the most, most formal. formal. Well, yeah. after the Ambies. Yeah. Of course. Um, and then Michelle Yeoh made some history of her own when she became the first Asian woman ever to win for Best Actress. Sidebar, huge shame on you to the Oscars. Yeah. Seriously? Come on. And not only was she the first Asian woman ever to win for Best Actress, she was the first woman of color since Halle Berry to win in 21 years. And yeah. other sidebar, Halle Berry was the first woman of color to win Best Actress. So we've had two women of color <laughs> Best Actress winners in 95 years. I know. That's wild. But you know what? Bless Michelle. She just had nothing but kind things, inspirational mm -hmm. things to say. She's not like me with a cold, bitter, angry heart. For all the little boys and girls who look like me watching tonight, <laughs> this is a beacon of hope and possibilities. This is proof that dreams dream big and dreams do come true. And ladies, don't let anybody tell you you are ever past your prime. <laughs> Never give up. So, Arisha, another award season has come and gone. Mm -hmm. And as always the case, like we said, there were plenty of highs, plenty of lows. We didn't yeah. even have time to get into Hugh Grant and Ashley Graham's <laughs> awkward-ass <laughs> red carpet interview. Um, oh, man. What stood out to you? Was there anything you loved, didn't love? <sighs> you know... It's interesting to me. When I was growing up, I watched the Oscars religiously. Like, I... Really? Because we, we didn't have cable, so, like, we'd have to, like, move the rabbit ears to get the feed. <laughs> and it was just... I remember there was a year where Ben Stiller came out in um that, like, green jumpsuit that they'll wear when they're trying to do, like, special effects. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't green because it was, like, black and white and staticky. And, like, just <laughs> loved the Oscars. Wow. I've gotten older and more aware of how the world works and... I mean, in case somebody couldn't tell, I'm not happy with how <laughs> the world is represented in the Oscars. Mm -hmm. That being said, <laughs> the one thing that I can't stop thinking about, and I'm not the only one, is Tem's outfit. Or sitting oh at the God. Oscars, 
blocking whoever was behind her. Yeah. It was like this, for those that didn't see, it was like this white <laughs> gown that had this <laughs> huge headpiece behind her head. Yeah. And I mean, as somebody who goes to the movies a lot, like, you just don't do that. I know. And that's all I could think about. I, that's all I could think about. Like, I went to a concert on Friday, which is so out of character. Hugely and out of character. I know. And there was a, a humongous man in front of me. And I took a oh, picture of no. the view, and it's literally <laughs> just him. I was like, I am, this is like me at the concert on Friday, whoever's sitting behind her. Yeah. That was Thames. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually loved uh, when Elizabeth Banks tripped and blamed it on cocaine bear. I was like, such a brilliant recovery because it's yeah. embarrassing to trip like yeah. that or whatever yeah. in front of the Oscars audience. That's always my biggest fear. I know. I know. It's like, especially when we're in those heels at the Ambies. Yeah. And they were going to have a sprint <laughs> from one side to the other to not accept our award. Don't. Don't even. Honestly, <laughs> I, I'm, I can't. I'm protesting. Join me outside of the Ambi offices, wherever the hell those are. <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. Be sure to follow us on socials at Brooke Ziffrin and at Arisha Skid Dubs. We love connecting with you. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Reyes Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.